Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. How are you? Today is Thursday. It's almost Friday, November 17th. And we've got, what, a week or so before Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving next week? Let me look at my calendar. I don't even... Okay, today's the set. Yeah. Wow. Well, I already bought my turkey because it was on sale. It was frozen, but I figured, what the heck? The problem is my, my family doesn't like turkey. <laughs> I love turkey. I love turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy. Yeah, I love, I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. It's my favorite holiday because of the food, but also just, I remember Thanksgiving growing up and how lovely it was and how wonderful. And I miss that. And so I've tried to cook a nice dinner every year for Thanksgiving. And uh, toward the end of my marriage, my ex became a vegan and wouldn't eat any meat and um, tormented me about the gravy. It had to be, you know, vegan free. Everything had to be. I had to make certain side dishes that only he would eat. And what was funny was after we divorced and he, he remarried right away, my daughter met him for lunch and he ordered a cheeseburger. <laughs> you know what? I, I need to save this podcast for next week. Ah, shoot. Actually, this podcast is called My Nancy Pelosi Story. And I, I'm sure that I've shared this story with you before, but it's going to be a little different this time. It's the same, same story, but um, it's in a different context now. Nancy Pelosi is a rare, rare woman. She is real. She's unbelievably real. She is what she is. Okay. I hope that you, you're getting my meaning, but my Nancy Pelosi story is just, is just my little story. It's, it's not important. It's not monumental, but it is important to me, and it's important for what I'm trying to do with my content and the content I create. You know, I, I was listening back to some of my older podcasts, and they're so good about communications. And so right on. They really are right on. And this is a political story, but it is also a communication story. And it's a story about kindness and being who you are. So my dream job was the job I had when I was in Washington, D.C. So I was a young reporter working for Cox Broadcasting in Washington, D.C. And I was assigned to interview Congresswoman Pelosi. Now, the other reporters in the Bureau were all pretty conservative, and they had a little desire to interview lefties, as one of our editors called the California delegation. And I was reporting for KTVU, the independent television station in Oakland, San Francisco. At the time, it was a Cox-owned 
station. I don't know if it still is. I should have looked it up, but I, I wanted to get this posted. And what a treat it was for me. I always wanted to work at KTVU, but they would never hire me. <laughs> I struggled to get out of Fresno to get another job. Um, just don't give up. And I finally got my dream job in Washington. And what do you know? One of our stations was KTVU, and I would be reporting for them, covering the California delegation. And I just met fabulous people. Just fabulous. Leon Panetta. Norm Manetta. They have a, Norm has an airport named after him now. And uh, Diane Feinstein, Senator Feinstein, Senator Boxer, Congresswoman Boxer, when she was a congresswoman before she was a, um, a senator. And all very, I would say, liberal and proud of it because liberal caring about others, caring about the greater good. So Congresswoman Pelosi was, was fairly new. And um, I got to go over to the, to the hill and, and interview her. And wow, what a class act. She had just the nicest office. She's, she's the real deal. She's a strong woman, intelligent and aggressive, but in a very professional way. And you can tell, I mean, she deeply cares about this country, about her family, we, we would discuss her family or her daughter and about her oath to uphold the Constitution, to put the Constitution first before enemies, foreign and domestic. And she's done that. So I interviewed her a number of times. I, I, I was on Capitol Hill for 10 years and I covered her all that time I was there and got to know her and they got to know me and show up at her office and they let me and my photographer go into her office and set up and be ready for her when she'd come in so we could have a nice interview you know for KTVU so it would look good they had the 10 o'clock news so I would produce a lot of stories for them for their 10 o'clock news I, I look back and I'm blessed I'm blessed to have, have had this opportunity to cover these wonderful people so there was one time through the years, and it was when I first met her. It was we'd known each other for a while. When we had to to go over to her office and hurriedly interview her about something, and so we get there and we're setting up, and she sits down and I sit down, and my photographer Bobby Williams is setting up. And of course, he's got his camera hooked into a plug and a light plugged into the wall socket. And somehow or other, he gets tangled up with this camera. He's trying to get cut shots and stuff before we start the interview. And he gets tangled up and he turns and his light falls over and it knocks over a vase. It's really expensive looking vase. And it goes crashing to the ground, and I scream, The vase! The vase! 
And Congresswoman Pelosi says, Bobby, Bobby, are you okay? <laughs> of course, I, I'm concerned about the, the vase or vase. Okay. I mean, I'm from Fresno, so it was a vase, but it looked like a very expensive vase. I knew she, she went to China a lot. She covered China. She did a lot of civil rights work. So her first thought was of Bobby, of my photographer. My first thought was <laughs> the vase. And that's how she really is. She came to my going away party that my boss held for me in our little studio on Capitol Hill. And I, we have a great picture of her and I standing next to each other. And I'm smiling really big and I'm really happy. And she does a little video and a going away video. And I'm looking for that video now. But um, the horrible thing is I had been eating and I have something in my tooth. <laughs> so I, I can't, I don't even know where the picture is. I think I threw it away. But I really hate the fact that I threw it away because now, you know, I could, and I've looked for it. You know, I could Photoshop it now. I know how to Photoshop that's my Nancy Pelosi story. And I, I bring it up for a number of reasons. For one, because of communications, one-on-one -on -one communications. Two, because of, of politics. And, you know, I'm a political woman now and I vote. And I'm doing that instead of the one-on-one -on -one communications, which right now I'm trying to meld them together to talk about how politicians communicate and why is it that Democrats communicate so poorly and Republicans, even though they, they seem to be so evil, stay on message and repeat their message over and over and over again, which is something that you are taught to do when you study communications and Democrats just can't seem to do it. They can't grasp it. Not Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi was a great communicator in many, many ways and I'm including two photos on my website. They're going to be on my homepage and then I'll link and I'll place this, this podcast inside. When you click on that link, you can hear the podcast or see the podcast. I'm using two photos and one photo is when Trump gave his State of the Union address and she ripped up a copy of his speech. Do you remember that? And later, we all learned why. His administration had promised the Congress that they would address the opioid crisis, which was at the height of that epidemic during the speech, and he didn't address it. So there was that, her ripping up the speech, and <laughs> I'm using that. I'm using that photo of her ripping it up in defiance. And uh, wow, that was, um, that's communication in one of its purest forms. It's nonverbal communication. <laughs> nonverbal, she didn't have to say a word, just ripped it up. And boy, that said it all. It says bullshit. And she called him on it. And I thank her for that. And the other 
photo that I'm using is I have this, um, someone did a, a brochure uh, using that photo and then she, she put it on her Twitter page, used it as her Twitter photo for a while of her standing up at the White House. It was a White House meeting. All men at the table, only men seated around the big table in the White House and her. And he, President Trump at the time, I'll just call him Trump now, was insulting throughout the whole meeting. He insulted her. He insulted, interrupted and insulted Chuck Schumer, uh, Senator Schumer, and others, and other, other Democrats, just like the bully that he is. At one point, she was just fed up, and she stood up, and they left. Democrats left. And he made some nasty crack about it. But she stood up for herself and spoke out why she left. And it was good that she left. Good for her. So she walked out of the White House. She walked out of a White House meeting with the President of the United States. Because you know what? He didn't deserve her respect. But what woman, the only woman at the table, what woman would do this? Nancy Pelosi, that's who. The roundabout point is I have just loathed what the right wing, the MAGAs, whoever they are, the Trump people, how they have insulted Speaker Pelosi. First woman speaker in the history of the United States. And great. She's probably the best speaker we've ever had. How they insult her. And right now, as I speak, it's, it's Thursday night. There's a whole thing going on with Twitter. Uh, because Elon Musk, people started walking out because of the way he's treating them. He's another bully. And um, so he locked the doors and degaused or whatever all their key cards so they can't get in so no one's running twitter right now i mean i don't know i don't know who is everybody's on twitter saying if this is if it crashes tonight i love you all but i was scanning through my twitter feed and i i wanted to post you know i love you speaker pelosi somewhere and just thank her for her service and I somehow stumbled across some horrible person's tweet and he called her the C word. I won't ever say that word. I, I don't like saying it. I don't like the word. But he called her the C word and my mouth just dropped open from that to those nasty, disgusting traitors walking through the Capitol yelling, Nancy! I mean, wow, those people all need to be jailed. How there anybody is out, I don't know. And how they've run for office, I don't know how that's allowed. You know, I'm Latina. I'm sure that if I did anything half as bad as what they've done, I would be locked up for life. I mean, I, I told my grandson once, he said, Grandma, why are you stopping? There's no cars coming. It's dead of night. 
Why are you stopping at this stop sign in a parking lot? And I said, because I follow the law. I obey the law. And he said, why? There's nobody around. And I said, because, because I don't want to get arrested. I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to be thrown up against a car because I have a mouth. If somebody pulls me over and I, for no reason, I'm going to say something. So I'm just not going to give them a reason to pull me over. Yeah, I obey the law. I, I believe in laws. I don't believe in violence. I think that if you resort to violence, you've run out of ideas. I think only really dumb people hit And what they did to the Capitol that day and calling her name. And then to top it all off, the attack on her husband. And how they've joked about it. How they joked about it. Now, are these people that we want representing us? Are these people that we want to pay almost $200,000 a year? No. My answer is no. I want you to earn that money if you're going to work for me. So yeah, because I have interviewed Nancy Pelosi, because I covered her, because I got to know her over 10 years, and we're not friends or anything. I mean, I, we don't stay in touch. We haven't stayed in touch. I was, you know, under this delusion that I was a reporter and not a friend. And when my job ended there, it ended my connection to her, which is stupid. I should have tried to keep a connection with all of them because I adored them all, you know, as a reporter, as a professional. But I looked up to them. And to hear somebody walking through the Capitol with an intention to hurt, to harm her, just, I just don't get it. And then they break into her house and bash her husband's skull with a hammer and then they joke about it and then this man some man calls her the c-word on on twitter well i mean I, you know i mean i'll be honest i don't have many followers on twitter just like i only have very few listeners to this podcast but i'm, I'm i have hope I have hope. I have things to say. I have an important message. This is my content. I'm producing it until I can't produce it anymore. But boy, what a cesspool of people shouldn't get to just say whatever they want in the dark shadows of social media, fake names. It's disgusting. So today, Nancy Pelosi gave her I'm not going to run for speaker next year. She'll remain speaker until next year when the new Congress comes in and um, then Democrats will vote for a new um, Democratic leader. Now, at this time, it has been called that Republicans are going to take control of the U.S. House of Representatives. So... Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker and he's trying to get up all the votes. And there's these psychos, the psycho magas 
who are giving him a rough time. And good. Good. Give him a rough time. How they've all insulted Nancy Pelosi for all these years. They were lucky to have her. Republicans will choose their leader, and it may be McCarthy. It may not. And if everything holds the way it's holding, Republicans will be in the majority, so that they'll have the they'll name the speaker, and we'll just have a majority leader. The man that is in the front running to replace Nancy Pelosi. Oh my God, look out. I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on him or the person who becomes the next speaker. They're going to be sorry because she's been, you know, they have just, the right wingers on that, that Fox station, which is not a news station, and they know, and they admit it. I mean, that Tucker guy and Sean, you know, the other guy, all, all of them. They admit they're not, they're not reporters, but they have so many viewers because we're lost. The country's lost. And just the election just gave me hope, right? I have hope. I have hope for the young people of this country, the Gen Xers, the whatever letter they are, <laughs> they have come through for us. They have come through for democracy, and they're not going to stand for it. They're going to get rid of these people. I mean, the things that these people are doing in the name of religion when they don't know what Jesus was even about, I'm saying right now they don't know what Jesus is about. Jesus was all about the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's what he preached. That was his thing. And they don't have a clue. It's all like they've lost their way, including the freaking Supreme Court. Back to Nancy Pelosi. She is a champion. She's a champion for women's rights, a champion for civil rights, worked her ass off. And I'm sad that her tenure as speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives is coming to an end. For all of you haters who think that, oh, we got her to quit because we bashed her husband's skull in, nope. She had promised, she had said all along that she was only going to run. She was only going to be speaker for two terms. And this is it. This is it. She did one term and then we Democrats lost control of the House and then she came back as speaker. And now Democrats are losing control of the House and she's stepping down. There's going to be another leader, and he is going to be Republicans' worst nightmare because he's brilliant, and he's going to give them back everything. You know, she was just so classy. She fought. I'm not saying she didn't fight. I loved knowing her, loved covering her. She's a champion. She cares about people. People are more important than the Vaz. And um, we have hopefully turned a corner, but Trump is trying to run again. I don't think it's time for us to let down our guard. 
I thought, well, after this election, things settle down. I'll go back to just doing communications, one-on-one communications in the digital age. Well, it's going to be political woman one-on-one. Because this is, is too important. We have to talk about this. We have to talk about this and the bullies and the name-calling and the I did a podcast, one of the podcasts I'm going to put in my post, so go to my website, is Name Calling and the Bully President. And um, if you have a chance, revisit that web, that podcast. I will um, put it up again on my webpage. I'll put it on the front page of this new page. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. I'm so blessed to have known, to have been able to cover Nancy Pelosi. She's a champion. And uh, I'm glad she's still going to be in the Congress, but I'm glad she's stepping back a little bit and take care of herself. Because she's my hero. And I need a hero. I need a hero. I'm Gloria Moraga. One on one. Political woman. Please vote. And be safe. <laughs>